Hey, we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We got district football coming up. We got um, Preps KC's Dion Clisso back on with us. Dion, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, playoffs are right around the corner. It's always an exciting time. Oh, absolutely. My favorite time of the year. And, um, you know, I'm just glad that we're here. I know you've said it multiple times. I've said it. You know, I'm just happy to get to the end of the regular season. So, um, anything that uh, – what's been, like, you know, the biggest things in Kansas City football this season, really, when we head towards the playoffs? Like, any big storylines, any surprises, anything like that? Well, outside of outside of COVID and, and game changes uh... – <laughs> Um, I think that's kind of the biggest story, just the ability of teams to go out and find some games. And you've had some good ones out there that weren't scheduled. You know, Odessa Maryville um, is a game that wasn't scheduled. And uh, they got to play each other early on, you know, about midway through the season. And um, so you saw you saw some teams willing to step out and play each other. And you saw some teams, you know, like an Oak Grove that hasn't played in a month. Um, and it, it's definitely a different type of thing. The other thing is I think that uh, – um, just the ability of, of teams like Platte County and Grain Valley move up to Class 5. I mean, their schedule didn't change that much. We're going to see how it goes. But, you know, Class 5 being a little bit more competitive than it's been the last few years on the Missouri side because they've reproportioned districts um, and some space for, you know, some Class 4 teams, you know, maybe to make a run. And, and then also some teams that uh, you, you're used to seeing do well, not do as well, the Blue Springs of the world. And, and then some teams who have a great history, and who have bounced back, and, and the St. Pius X uh, comes to mind as they went 8-0 and uh, won the M- MEC this year and uh, are back down in Class 2 and look like they have a shot to, to go deep in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Dion, let's, uh, let's, I brought you on to break down a couple districts. Um, the, highest of the, the highest district that we're covering here on the Cliff Notes podcast is um, Class 5 District 8. It's got um, St. Joe Central and all the all – the, obviously, you know, you got a good talent of them. Um, suburban teams in there too so um what do you think overall of this district uh, do you have any like overall thoughts um breakdowns um players to watch any um sleeper teams anything like that well i tell you if you look at the district you know Platte county gets the bye um they're definitely the favorite but for them they've got a tough test possibly in the second round they'll play the winner of oak park in north kansas city which i would assume would be north kansas city north kansas city jalen fair um, their their tailback who stepped in for Jeremy Brown, he got hurt early in the season, has been fantastic for them. And uh, that's a team that, that took advantage of some mistakes that Platte County made and handed them their only loss, 42-37. So Platte County's definitely got a tester possibly in the second round. Then you look at the bottom half of that bracket, that St. Joe Central's playing Park Hill South for the second week in a row. Park Hill South handled them pretty good, but it's tough to play teams two weeks in a row. I don't care what the – what the talent level or you know or, or quality of the team is that, that disparities sometimes it, you know they're high school kids and if they go out and beat somebody bad one week it's tough to get them motivated to go out there and be focused the next and so it's a it's a it's a good opportunity for St. Joe Central there to go out and play well and and maybe steal the upset and then Staley Ford Osage um, Staley is not the Staley team that they've been the last few years but they definitely uh, are a strong squad and um, Fort Osage has played better the last couple of weeks. They're they're very young, um, but this always seems to be a good game. And it's funny how many times those two teams end up playing each other in the playoffs. And absolutely, um, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a great district all around. Um, let's talk about um, I got another district here that I want to talk about. That's a Class Four District Eight. Obviously, you know you got the Kansas City teams and Smithville want to talk who both are playing well. They just played last week for the number one seed on the line. Um, but you got teams like Savannah down here in Northwest Missouri 
who have been, you know, they've lost the last two games, but if overall they've been playing pretty well. Lafayette has played teams the last, close the last couple of weeks. So um, give your breakdown of this district. Well, you know, you're, you're right there. Smithville and Tonka are, are definitely the class of the district, and um, they both get the, the buys, but the other games are, are fun. Um, Savannah has played really well. They, they uh, lost to St. Pius last week. And you're right about St. Joe Lafayette. It doesn't matter. They don't have the wins that you they they want, but they are they are in games with everybody. They were in games with Maryville. Um, they played, um, you know, it, even it seemed like St. Joe Benton. They're probably a lot better than uh, they they played them, you know, pretty well too. So it's a it, it, that's a that's a good game. I'd make Savannah the favorite in that game, but uh, definitely St. Joe Lafayette is a team, and, and we know that they they always have good athletes, and they do such a good job up there. Even though this is one of their teams that's that's down from years past, that they're dangerous this time of year. And then you look at on the other side of that bracket, you've got Carney and Excelsior Springs. Carney's been off for two weeks uh, with some COVID issues, so now they're back. You don't know how that's going to help them or hurt them. So they could be rusty. Excelsior Springs has been playing pretty well the last few weeks. You know they've got a tough league with Odessa and Harrisonville in there, but they've played pretty well. And and that's a a, a game where. You know, they're an option football team, and, and Carney's going to have to be assignment sound on what they do. So uh, that's really a fun one. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. Um, Winnetonka and, and Smithville, you know, they've been the best teams in that in that district all season long, and they've earned those top two spots. Smithville, really, I think is a little bit more complete team. Winnetonka is, is an upstart team and, and played pretty well this year, but we saw against Harrisonville a couple weeks ago, um, you can run on them and get up and, 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 and put some big yardage and numbers on the board, but no, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how that one shakes out because of those four teams that are playing this week, I wouldn't be stunned to see, you know, Lafayette spring the upset or Excelsior Springs spring an upset or Carney get that win. So it's definitely kind of wide open in those other two games. Uh, absolutely. And, um, Dion, I'm going to blindside you a little bit. we got a bonus district that I want to talk about. That's um, Class 3 District A. we got Maryville in there. I know Richmond's the number one seed there, but – I'll tell you what, though, um, I talked to Coach Matt Webb a couple days ago, and um, this is a team that's really starting to hit their stride. And you, I know you know Maryville football as well as I know it. You know, this is a team that's been pretty dominant the past decade. And really, you know, once they hit their stride, this, this is a football team that's been one of the most consistent football teams in the entire area. So can you talk about that, District Class 3, District 8 a little bit? Yeah, you know, they're, they won't be tested by Northeast. Northeast is just kind of outmanned this year. Cameron on the other side is a, is a is one of their best teams in years under Jeff Wallace. Uh, they're playing pretty good football. Uh, they've got Kansas City Central, which has got some athletes, but they just don't have the numbers uh, to do that. Uh, Maryville definitely is a team that should come out of the bottom half, and I think Richmond will be there as well. And that's going to be a, a situation where um, Richmond has played in that MRVC East all season long and just won it beating Lexington. They're a pretty solid football team, and I think that uh, people shouldn't be shocked if, if they were to beat Maryville and beat them. But like you said, though, Maryville is – uh, a team that's always there in that spot. And, and people are probably looking ahead to maybe an Odessa-Maryville rematch in the quarterfinals. But, I, you know, Maryville's got uh, Richmond to get through, definitely. Uh, Chillicothe and St. Joe Benton. Uh, St. Joe Benton is better, but they've really got hardly anything to show for it, uh, which is tough for them. And Chillicothe is a little uh, – they're not what they were last year. This is kind of a rebuilding year for them. Um, so that could be a pretty competitive game there in the first round, too. Absolutely. Yeah, Dion, um, I, I know that you guys cover a whole lot of districts in Missouri and Kansas. You know, uh, anything else in the Kansas City area that's really interesting to you that really – there's a lot of good teams in Class 6, all that good stuff. Anything else really interesting to you as far as the playoffs, like in the higher classes that we don't get an opportunity to cover? 
Well, you're right in class six. You know, you don't ever think of a one versus eight game as one you got to keep an eye on, but um, Ray Peck is hosting Lee Summit in the one versus eight in, in district uh, three in, on, in class six. And, and, you know, Ray Peck is, is a, is a very good team. They're coming off a tough loss last week to Park Hill, who's really a cagely good team. They've been in every game. They're playing a Lee Summit team that has lost, I think, only won two games, but they're in every game. I mean, their offense is good. Tommy Locke, who's Drew's cousin, um, is a good quarterback. They've got good athletes. Landon Shepard, their receiver, is really good. Um, so Ray Peck's defense has got to be ready to play. And, and they've got some athletes, much like Park Hill did last week. And um, Ray Peck had some people hurt. Um, they were coming off that big one over Liberty. They've got to get things up and ready to go. That's a game to keep an eye on. And then, you know, some of those other games in that district alone, you get Rockers and Joplin. I mean, Joplin was a state championship game last year. I don't think they're quite the team they were last year. I, I like Rockers in that game. And then Lee Summit North is a team that was at the bottom of their league, uh, is going to Nixa. And I think you'll kind of see the quality of, of, the, of the suburban gold when you see at least some of North go down to Nixa. And, and of course, Rockers, you know, even though not suburban gold, but it's just Kansas City football when Joplin comes up here. Uh, you know, in that other district, Liberty North has been playing such good football uh, the last six weeks. They're 6-0 in their last uh, six games after starting 0-2 against Liberty and Ray Peck. And then Liberty as well. I, you know, those two teams look like they're on a collision course possibly for a district championship game. And I think that'd be – Interested to see those two teams play each other that deep in the playoffs. So no, it's a it's definitely going to be a fun one. The big schools, there's a there's a really good chance of a pretty a pretty good team making it all the way into you know Kansas City team making it all the way to the state championship game again, um, and then possibly playing the Desmet, who's pretty good on the other side. And absolutely, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a fun playoffs overall. I think like you and me and everybody else in the media, we're going to have a fun several four or five weeks here definitely getting the opportunity to pay attention to these games and cover all these games in our area. And, uh, yeah, no, it's a, this is a great time of year, and, and it's, uh, it's just fun to be able to just chat about it, really. That's the great part. And then you get to see the games on the field. You, you don't have to – it's not like the first nine weeks. You're like, what happens if this team plays this team? You get to find out. Absolutely. Uh, Dion, um, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I always say, you know, you guys always do a bang-up job at Preps KC, whether or not you guys do the – whether you do the website or um, – Snap Tackle Pod with you and Mick Schaefer or um, the um, the Thursday radio show. You guys always do a bang-up job with everything you guys do. And um, I've always said it again, you guys have been a big part of me starting this podcast. And um, I want to thank you so much for coming on again and talking um, district football with me. Hey, it's always fun, Clinton. We appreciate it.